this is how it's going to stay until things get better. Um, because she sure is telling um, I'm, I'm almost ashamed. Um, not ashamed enough to do anything, but just almost, that, that you're seeing it. Um, but uh, now Costco has changed, and it's really going to be hard for my father-in-law when he is allowed back because they had no rotisserie chickens. My father-in-law, whilst I am a horrible and bad American, and I never will be a good one, he is. Uh, he cannot drive past a Costco without uh, getting gas. Uh, you ask him if he's having a good day, he'll tell you the gas price. And at 250 best day of his life. Uh, it's, it's just not going to get better. But it's weird. There's all these essentials which you need, and yet I saw a guy arguing with somebody else over the last wiper blade of a certain size. Because now's the time when you care about rain on your windshield. Of all the priorities you have, you're wearing a mask. You're wearing gloves. Unless you're going to be using this as a sword, why the hell are you fighting about it? It is so weird uh, that America has decided that now is the time that red meat is bad for you with everything else it is because you cannot get any chicken uh, in Costco, certainly not the one near us. Um, your next comedian, um, I'm going to be honest with you, he frightens me. Uh, the, the next comedian, don't, don't, don't like the host. Don't like the host. <laughs> uh, your next comedian frightens me. Uh, he's from the North Bay. I've uh, shared a stage with him a couple of times. He is the one person I do not want to get into uh, with Arturo's roast battle because he legitimately could kick my ass uh, every way there is. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your next comedian, Warhol. I want to fuck you on the floor of a furniture store. A poem. <laughs> At a strip club, like, I wish my girl was here. I want to fuck you. On a submarine in space. I want to fuck you on a chair in the linoleum factory. I want to fuck you in traffic court. I want to fuck you on the NASCAR speedway. I want to fuck you on the roof of Filene's basement. I want to fuck you on a spaceship underwater. I want to fuck you in the social security office, in the unemployment line, the post office. I want to fuck you on a postcard. Lick you like a postage stamp, slap you on your mailbox, send you to the next location. I want to fuck you. I would fuck you in the boardroom of Motel 6 at the Better Business Bureau filling out paperwork. I would fuck you pro bono on death row. I would eat you as a last meal. I would screw you like a Phillips head. Brain me. Jack my Nicholson and I'll fly over your cuckoo's nest. Sex like revolution. You can't do that on television. Projected across the Tokyo office building in the garment district with no clothes on. Like, baby, I love your fabric. <laughs> a fuck you tour of Confederate pedestals, baby. Come down off your high horse and fuck me like a barrio donkey show, stubbornly dragging this mule homeward like Moses till our throats are parched as an old paper scroll. Fuck me across our Fifth Amendment, their Tenth Commandment, you pluperfect human specimen. Take me to your leader. I will set you in amber, disproving Darwin, where his beauty is futility. Unhinge a spine of truth from this skeletal world. Realize our purpose. Fuck Oppenheimer. 
I am become life, explorer of worlds. Gregory Mendel through my double helix, my body on display like a Chinese prisoner. Deep throat me harder than Woodward. Fuck Nixon, burn baby Bernstein. You affect my Mandela, strip me barer than Berenstain. I will nail you to the wall like Martin Luther Vandross, panties torn as a prenuptial agreement, signing saliva, fingering the names written on your heart like the Declaration of Independence. Let's Netflix and Child Protective Services. Baby mama's coming home. Y'all been making quarantine porn? I've been working on my audition. I've been trying to audition using this Casablanca monologue, you know? Like, oh, what if Tracy Morgan starred in Casablanca, right? Like, uh... Last night, we said a great many things, Liz Lemon. You said I would to do the thinking for both of us. Well, I've done a lot of it since then. And it comes down to one thing. You're getting on that plane with Victor. How y'all doing? I don't really get this um, this medium exactly. I like, dude, I really dig this fucking shit though. Like this quarantine porn shit. Like I think it's kind of dope because, you know, I don't know if you heard the, the order, but uh, as of a few uh, days ago, about six days ago, due to the quarantine, all homeless people are requested to go home, stay home because we, you know, it's important for the public health. So, ergo, therefore, uh, I'm going to read you a legal order. This is from the city of San Francisco. Um, order of the health officer number C1907. Comply with any of the provisions of this order constitutes an imminent threat, creates an immediate menace to public health. Two. All individuals currently living within the city and county of San Francisco, the county, are ordered to shelter at their place of residence to the extent possible. Individuals are using shared or outdoor spaces. They must at all times, as reasonably possible, maintain social distancing of at least six feet from any other person when they are outside their residence. All persons may leave their residence only for essential activities, essential governmental functions, or to operate essential businesses. All is defined as Section 10. We all know that. Here's the, here's the thing. This is the part I like. Individuals experiencing homelessness. Check me. Individuals experiencing homelessness are exempt from this section, but are strongly urged to obtain shelter. So I looked up obtain, and obtain uh, means get, acquire, and secure. So uh, that sounds like the revolution to me. I don't know where y'all been living. I was thinking a little bit about coronavirus chivalry. You know, like what what does the new chivalry look like under coronavirus? Like one example is due to um, due to the coronavirus, the Surgeon General suggests supplementing physical assault with verbal assault. That uh, that's important for all of us, I think, to pay attention to. This isn't funny, but I want to I want to share this too. This is a verse that got lost to history, and I recently was able to reconstruct it with the Rosetta Stone technology. Check it. 
Face the window pane, chasing rainbows, facing the same woes. Fame, though a name remains close yet intangible. Clan and fam, though, work more angles than chill and do fine financial to the next fine or damn bill. It's like an anvil and envelops been developing an exit strategy. I'm counting out papers, you men holding corners down for paper like origami. Stereotype of story, A&R armed robbery, simplest ABC assault and battery cases, cases in the trunk, truncated tails, waiting in the water, waiting on bail. Just the wrong game, she may bail with your daughter, leave you in a state forlorn, switch plates hit the interstate you're gone when the rest stopped i kept on in this way how many motherfuckers gonna attempt to disrupt and dissuade me this day i saw a rhyme today actually i thought it was funny so i wrote this rhyme a while ago it was uh it was like trump trump meets snoop dogg right it's like with so much drama in the rnc it's kind of hard representing the gop but i somehow some way keep dropping them phony alt facts like every single day Yo, I got a couple more things to share with you. I got my homie in the wings. We actually got another comic here somewhere. Uh, here we go. I can't hear you. No, all right. Where are you from? You guys fucking? No, it's good. <laughs> Once upon a time, not far away. Conversations recorded by the NSA. Meanwhile, scared for life, inviting a parasite. Fascism translate landscapes, imaginary. Adolf or Darth Vader. This is a rhyme I wrote during the Oscars. Darth Vader, cardboard reality, crumbled to paper mache, humble plague of the underground, careless whisper, amplifying the surround sound, kept anchor to drag down, last line of the will left blank when he passed out, zoom in on a house of mirrors, domestic violence, child abuse, spousal fear, boiled down to a hologram, posted on Instagram, turns out it was all a scam, just an honor to be nominated, while genocide is tolerated, hobbled by authority of the minority, poverty, following civil war, grief, posthumous Kobe beef, witnessed the collapse of a factory, pork regulations, relaxing stages of mayhem, capital catastrophe, capillaries atrophy, calculus of human tragedy, skateboard in the war zone, click heels and kick push to your home for sure, bro. World turned like tornado, better lay low. Jaw dropped in the spotlight, paging Walter Cronkite. True sank like a burlap sack full of concrete. Haven't heard nobody claim hope floats in a dojo this week. Left DNA on the mat in a slow leak. Cinematography of a world war. Newspaper clippings, rolls of film on the dirt floor of a dark room. Mausoleum of a stark tomb. Raw high sharks to assimilate to immolation. Criminal conspiracy beyond rehabilitating. Social disease, debilitate the home as you see. Niggas swing low, sweet chariot. Slave police still out hunting for Harriet. When you're burdened too large to carry it. Might be time to grip that hatchet handle where you buried it. Django unleashed his lariat. Firearm had him hopping like a marionette. Black star, whitewash, erase the narrative. Came upon La La Land. Welcome to America. Magical Negro and cats at Hogwarts. Bombshell knocked them all out. Some forgot what it was all about. Sunspot on the horizon. Shine on you crazy diamond. Golden casket to lie on. Howling of a sound lion. Homage to mortality. Life is still burning candle and it's brief. Hard to hold on to sanity. Narcissus paid the price of vanity. Crack open the crack. Yo. So this reminds me of a story. I'm going to tell you about my dead friend. And then uh, at some point, this motherfucker will give me the light or some shit. But I used to hang out. Oh, this is my light. Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> that's uh, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta say, that's Warhol. He, he never, uh, he never leaves quietly. And this is why, and I say this 
with the utmost of respect. This is why I hope I never against him in a roast battle. Because I sound intelligent, but damn it, he actually it is a um he is truly an amazing talent and one uh the one the Bay Area is really lucky to have. Hey, uh we're gonna we're gonna do things uh, a little bit differently. We have somebody who's relatively new to the scene. Uh I believe down here in the South Bay, I'm only saying next I know she's a good friend of uh, of, of Jorge's and he doesn't seem to have anybody as a friend outside the zip code. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, put your virtual hands together uh, for our last comedian of the evening from the street, the mean streets of somewhere. It's Jennifer. Hey, how are you guys? Fuck, this is crazy. I slept all day, <laughs> fucking all day. I think I have Corona. I switched to menthols. Pause. No, uh, pause for laughter. This is definitely weird because church is canceled, work is canceled, shopping is canceled, but cancel culture. Is that shit canceled? Because I haven't heard a shit, like a fucking word from cancel culture. <sighs> Domestic violence right now is on the rise. Can you be, can you imagine like if you were trapped with someone who is risking your life every day and beating the shit out of you that where is cancel culture it shouldn't be it shouldn't be canceled um i got some if you can hear us we're losing your audio you're um, i don't know if you're too far away from your wi-fi oh no or, but 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 you're turning into a robot <laughs> domo arigato mr roboto domo so I'm going to suggest turn off your video and then we can at least hear you. Okay. We were doing so well. We did. We were. Yay! Yay! Wait, and can you hear oh, me now? There. Yeah. Hey, yeah. How about now? Oh, yeah. Oh, looks like we lost Jen Garcia. Oh no! Woe is me. Hey, if you're listening to this on so we, technical technical difficulties uh, abounded us. Um, so we lost Jennifer completely. Um, she she just disappeared. I, I don't know if her um, uh, back how I used to pay my bills. I was a network engineer, and we used to say if you if you ever look up at the ceiling and you see the Wi-Fi access point and uh, and it's got a blue light. 
that that tells you it's Cisco. And the reason you know it's the reason why it's blue is because it's sad. <laughs> and um, that joke doesn't work with a general crowd. But I promise you, when you're in Las Vegas at a networking conference with two and a half thousand people in front of you, best joke I ever told. I, I swear to God, it um, the, these the, those 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 were the days when I was just a corporate shell. Oh no, I um, this I hope and I'm so glad that so many of you stayed here for this. It means a huge amount to us. We're, we're trying something new. We want to give the opportunity for comics to, to, to continue to have a voice, to have a platform, to be part of this new virtual community that we've had to establish very quickly. Uh, I, I can say this on behalf of every single comedian here, and I'm going to uh, switch on their audio so that you can see their faces, because it's only by controlling their audio that I can control their faces on the screen. Wow. But every single one of us has got a friend or a, a relative that's working in healthcare or in the police right now. And, and whilst not everyone, not one of us is enjoying this um, shelter at home experience, especially of those of us with children. Oh, I'm having um, a great time. I don't know what you're talking about. I love this. I'm having, <laughs> I'm having the best apocalypse ever. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I've been baking bread and writing motherfucking poems, singing songs, walking around my house naked. I don't give a fuck. Let it burn down. I'm poor before. I'm going to be poor after. Same people living on the fucking streets in the Tenderloin. Don't make no never mind. Ain't nothing different about my life. It's good. I'm having this is the most fun apocalypse I've ever had. I, I gotta say, I'm I'm truly envious. I gotta I gotta tell you, I was on a I was using Zoom, what we're doing right now, um, with my work colleagues. We decided to have a happy hour, and it was extra happy when my butt naked daughter walked through that door, <laughs> climbed up onto the bed and said, Daddy, I did a poo-poo. Yeah. That that was I've never told a joke that funny in my life. Give that girl uh, some I, I candy. Put it on YouTube for posterity. Um, look, we, it's not what we do every single time, but we want to say you know thank you for the, the the healthcare professionals that are looking after us, for those that have got our backs, so that we don't end up in a situation which way too many people uh, find themselves in right now. Um, I want to thank the comics that that, that signed up. I want to. Thank the comics that turned up. Um, I, I want to give them all an opportunity uh, to tell the world, uh, just in case these are your last recorded words. <laughs> what are comics? If 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 your face turns up on CNN and MSNBC as a as a as a face of Corona, what video do you want them to play? Uh, Detox, you're up first. Video on YouTube. This is the video they're going to play if something bad happens to you. What do you want the world to know about you? Parting words, I'll say um, tap in if you got milk because I got cereal on deck. Uh, unopened milks, if they're within date, I'll take them. Oh. Uh, I ran out of milk a long time ago, but I do have a lot of cereal. The line is you don't want to risk your life or death out there. I got cereal. Uh, <clears throat> I've been killing cereal. Uh, you just got to make the most of it. You got to make sure that you have your snacks. I see a lot of people buying spam and stuff. It's like they think they're camping out. You don't have to camp out. You know, they got real food. You get regular food, you get salami, you get provolone, you know, you can get some shit that's gonna be good. Like I said, I got a bunch of cereal. 
all you can do is make the most of it. I still haven't edited all the videos I was supposed to edit. So I'm trying to make the most of my time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tap in, motivate me, send me comments and likes on my videos on Instagram. That'll boost my motivation. It'll oh. encourage me to get off my ass and do better editing. Cam knows what I'm talking about. And what is your what's your what's your IG handle? What's your IG handle? Uh, Detox RWC. Uh, Detox RWC, please like and subscribe to his channel. Mr. Hughes, Gary, uh, something bad happens. You're run over by a muni trolley. What do you want the world to know about you that they wouldn't find out by accident? Y'all, I love humans, you know? That's it, bro. That's it. And yeah, Pam, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen you in your underwear today already. And what, oh. What, what, <laughs> what Pam comes to the door in the back behind them. She just comes to the door. It wasn't here. I want to be clear with this. I saw Pam in her underwear in a photo, and it was consensual. Pam, what do you want the world to know about you if you were run over by a muni bus tomorrow morning? Oh, uh, yeah, I... I've written some great poems. I'm, uh, you know, comedy be damned in this Corona scare. Oh no, there's not enough stage time. Uh, I just started going back to my old roots, writing a shit ton of poems, uh, writing some new fiction. You know, I got nine unpublished novels. If you just can't get enough Pam, well then read one of my novels. Then you get me in your brain for like 120 pages. Dear Lord. Um, but yeah, if everybody do some push-ups or some sit-ups, go on a fucking walk, use this time to meditate or take a two-hour bath, turn off the fucking TV, write a poem, do something, like play with your cat, you know, be nice to your, I don't know, self or something, because uh, it's all burning down, the apocalypse is upon us. I never thought it happened in our lifetime, and I'm so stoked. Yay, I'm so prepared. <laughs> That's what you should know. That's uh, those those are words, and I I've, I've learned <laughs> I've been privileged words. to know I've been I have been privileged to know ma'am no ma'am no Pam who I should call ma'am uh, for for just a handful of years and and she's been nothing but an inspiration and a great guy oh, and, and, a, and a mentor here in the way of all things Bay Area uh, and I'm sorry but uh, I my pejoratives will continue to be bad because midgets have always been midgets uh, <laughs> they're only. They're they're only they're only they're only comedy midgets. They're little people in the real world. Um, gotcha. I'm, I'm 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 six foot four, so technically you're all my midgets. <laughs> um, that is, um, uh, this this has been the first, and 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 I, I'm going to say I wish Warhol. This you didn't talk to Warhol. Warhol, you didn't Warhol's tell him. Gone. You didn't. Oh, he left. He, he what? Well, oh, and that's yeah, vintage Warhol because every time I've been on a show with him. He has dropped the mic and dropped off stage and left the building. That's it funny. is so the fact that he did that—that's the only reason I won that competition is because he—he should have won. He was hilarious. He was funny. He was incisive, but he left. That's so funny. And, and that's that was to that was to my benefit. If he hadn't done that, I would have been disappointed. Um, that's a. Uh, he has completed the virtual mic drop. I, 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 I say this for the last time. I, I hope this is the last time we do a virtual bunker show. Um, 
because I want everyone to be better. Uh, but with Pam's blessing, uh, we will do this again in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we could do this for Joke not... Workshop. I mean, this would be a good medium to use for Joke Workshop, like on I, Monday. I think, I think, I think we do it. Uh, yeah. and, 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 and I'll check with Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Garso's schedule. Uh, and as long as she says yay, uh, then, 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 then we'll do it. Sweet. Uh, I, can host, I can host, because I'm using my corporate account, uh, go to securonics.com. I'll go to covid19.securonics.com to read my latest insights into the threat intelligence from the COVID uh, pandemic. Because uh, I'm using the corporate technology. We can hold 1,500 people in here. Dear Lord. That's exciting. We could be bigger than the punchline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bigger than cops. Um, hey, thank you for being here. We've got one person who's hung around the hallway. Thank you very thank much, you. whoever you are. Um, please, go. don't go outside and get a life. Stay Thanks, Mom. Family. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Good to see you, All Gary. Right. See everybody soon. Yay. Yeah, happy Yay. Bye. Bye. Take care. Peace. Well, this has been Mutiny Radio. And right now, a little mini pop for you. <laughs>
Mutiny Radio listener. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's six o'clock. It's Monday night. It's usually time for the joke workshop. But as we know, comedy is dead everywhere. Uh, COVID is around, and we don't know what's going on. It's a Memorial Day weekend. I saw a lot of pictures from Dolores Park and Ocean Beach. Lots of people just out and about going about their barbecue and lives. I'm out here at Mutiny Radio. I also have a barbecue going. Five legs and thighs together, spiced, ready to go for whatever comedians show up to do this with me. Yeah, what could this possibly be? Uh, well, I f- was gifted, uh, if you listen to Mutiny Radio, you know that Flat Black Plastic is uh, one of the amazing shows that we have here. It's every Saturday from noon to two. Scotto Walker plays all vinyl. He is a collector, of amazing collector, and he finds things all over the place and then gifts them out because he's a gem. And he gave me this new, di- this new, this old DVD, this old comedy DVD, and it has... I didn't know Kelsey Grammer did comedy. I didn't know Jason Alexander did comedy. There's names on this I don't know. There's also Adam Sandler. Know him. A Jenny Jones. What? But it's uh, this was produced in 2001, and it's clips of comedy from the 90s when it was hot, hot, hot. It's still hot. It's dead, but it's hot. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, chilling, hanging out. Maybe people will come, maybe they won't. I don't want people to gather, but I did bring chicken just in case because comedians are starving. And if four of them came here, we would not be gathering. (laughs) It's Memorial Day, someone come hang out with me. All right, that being said. Laughing Out Loud, America's Funniest Comedians. Featuring classic comedy performances by Tim Allen, Bobby Collins, Caroline Ray, Cheech Marin, Richard Belzer, Diane Ford, Louie Anderson, and Carrot Top. Carrot Top? Hey, look at that. Damn Bozo had a kid. Look at that there. How you doing, sir? Yeah, look a little bored, could you? Okay, cool. <laughs> and you think you look like an idiot? Check this out. <laughs> Anybody? No, it's not Pippi Longstock. And look, it's the Wendy's girl. I'm Wendy. I never knew it. <laughs> I never knew, you know? Yeah. I, I pulled in the drive-thru. They're like, damn, she's here. Clean up. Wendy's here. I never thought she'd come on the weekend. And I'm all running around. Drive the window. Don't make me come in there. Hey! <laughs> I'll come in. I've done it before. Oh, I just sit home and build stuff. Here's the Pete Rose commemorative cap. It's a collector's item. I made that. <laughs> I invented a look an alarm clock to keep from hitting the snooze button in the morning. <laughs> A baseball jersey with rollers on the chest, so when they slide... (laughs) Where the hell's he at? He's in the damn outfit. 
out. And here he goes right now. How do you stop this damn thing? Maybe it's just me. I just saw a commercial on MTV. Bon Jovi. You seen it? If you're homeless, listen to me. If you're homeless, you don't have a damn TV. Put a sign in the park or something, you know? The host for 2020 wears glasses. I swear to God, I saw that. I couldn't believe it. There's a, there's a one-hour photo lab down the street here. There's a 15-minute parking sign in front of it. I had to move my car four times to get the dang film out. Look at this. I invented this. I kept locking my keys in the car, so I just put them on a coat hanger. We're locked out. Give me a second. Here's my new Frisbee I made. Just put a dog on it. So when you throw to wear on airplanes. You can see them crying, but you can't hear them anymore. <laughs> I went to a celebrity auction, man. Picked up Jimmy Swaggart's Bible. Wow, it's amazing. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Richard. <laughs> Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon has a book on cassette tape. But the tapes are gone! <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sinead O'Connor has her own shampoo out, I swear to God. Is comedy easier in the 90s or what? Here's something really neat. Look at this. Have y'all seen these things right here? These are cool. Have you seen these? Right? Right? These are old. You know there's no dog in there, right? You do know there's no dog in there. What you do is you strap your dog in it and let it walk around by itself. It works in my neighborhood. Hell, I don't know. Want to have a great time? Take a no U-turn sign. Put it on a dead-end street. <laughs> how, how do we get back? <laughs> come on, we'll get to Mar. Come on. <laughs> There's a sign. You seen this one? Keep off median. You're doing 70 miles an hour. They put a sign up. Keep off median. Like you've ever wrote. You know, honey, the smooth stuff sucks. Want to cut the grass? <laughs> Go, Daddy. That's like putting a sign up that says, "Now keep on bridge." <laughs> getting a ticket. See a sign back there, kids? Oh, <laughs> On the airplane, I even brought it. If you cannot read this card, please tell one of the crew members. <laughs> Definition of too much spare time. I'm sitting home and I'm thinking, this is funny. You, you know, you have someone coming over, you don't have time to vacuum the rug, but you want the lines on there? <laughs> You can use these things too. This is a, a winter coat for hitchhikers. Kind of keeps them in cool, nice and warm. <laughs> I think I think the world's uptight, don't you think? I think we need to learn to relax, have a good time, right? Yeah. Right. Next time you pull on the drive-through, make one of these things up right here. Keep in your car. You know, come to the drive-through window. Just reach inside the drive-through window with this. Hey, give me fries! Hey! <laughs> well, think about it. If we all did this tomorrow, at the same Burger King. <laughs> that little girl all stressed out. They've been doing this all day long. <laughs> doing what, Barbara? Putting their hands in here on sticks. <laughs> they always close that window. <laughs> Leave it open!
messed up, you know? <laughs> Next time the cop gives you your ticket, go, yeah, I know, pal, here, put it with the other ticket. <laughs> So the cop comes, yeah, you know how fast you were going? You know how fast you were going, pal? <laughs> or this. You know, they always ask you how fast you're going. Do you ever know? No. No, I think if they're going to ask you, they should make a gun that would show you. You know, he's hiding in the bushes. You come flying by. You can look over and check. Damn, 81! <laughs> then he asks you. You know, you get it right, you get like three bucks off for paying attention or something. Cool like that. <laughs> you know, I can always slow the show down a little bit if you want, you know. Through. They pull up there, welcome McDonald's, they take your order. Oh, yeah. Yeah, make that a lot of cheese fast. <laughs> I think I just picked up the airport. For four bucks, man, they'll come running out of the drive through. Who the heck's in the damn bathroom? It's Wendy, damn Wendy, here! Clean it up! Thanks, guys, very much. Cool. Hot five from Next, Carrot Top. Louis Hot Anderson. Five. Please, please, we only have a couple minutes. So. <laughs> I haven't even done anything yet. That's a great response, though, isn't it? Well, welcome to the show. We have a great show tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I just... You mean it's not? Geez, I'm getting laughs on the things I'm not supposed to. You're going to have to follow along, or else you're ahead of us on something. Are you using that psychic hotline, and you know what's coming? Is that it? I just flew in here, and I'm telling you... What is the story on flying? Now, I paid $800 for my ticket. And what's, what's so funny is how happy I am when I get a little bag of peanuts. <laughs> you know, they've really figured out how to make us happy. Eight, nine hundred, a thousand dollars for a ticket, and they give you a little tiny bag of peanuts. And you're thrilled. Because you know how you know you're thrilled. Have they ever passed you by and not given you some? <laughs> What's going on here? Is this a non-peanut section or what? And sometimes they give you a, you know, they come around, they say, you want another bag? I go, oh no, four nuts was enough for me. Thank you, Louie. And now, here's Diane Ford. How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, swell. shop. Men don't love to shop. Men just love to sit in those little chairs and look pissed. <laughs> we do the same thing to them at sporting events, so it makes up for it. <laughs> Men don't understand how to seduce women. Really, all they ever had to do is just walk up behind them and whisper in their ears, 75% off. <laughs> we stop like a deer in headlights. suits. I hate bathing suits. I don't know why we all can't be shaped like the 18-year-old boys they design them for. They must search the whole world to find elastic that falls apart as soon as you hit the water. Last 
summer I was doing the side stroke in this pool, my left breast was floating alongside me. I thought everybody was pointing at me because I'm such a good swimmer. There was that one mouthy kid on the side of the pool. Lady, what's that? It's a pool toy. A flotation device. suit had a great big skirt on it that's a good bathing suit to give a kid because it'll sink them <laughs> my mom had the best bathing suit she had one of those black bathing suits with the huge pink flowers all over it and then she had a black bathing cap with pink rubber flowers all over it, like she was wearing a non-skid bath mat on her head changed too much throughout the years. They either have those tight trunks or those loose trunks or those disgusting bikini things <laughs> make you want to lose your lunch. <laughs> if I wanted to see a behind like that, I'd have somebody over to fix my refrigerator. <laughs> Because it's going real fast for me, and somebody was telling me that's a sign of getting older when the year goes by really fast. You know what else is a sign of getting older? When you see that ad for that thing that lifts you out of the chair and you start thinking it's a good idea. <laughs> a lot of weird stuff happened to me last year. Aerobics changed last year, huh? Went from high impact to low impact. I hope next year they find a way for us to do it sitting down and eating. <laughs> Maybe having a beer. Of course, then they'd have to call it bowling. <laughs> I did a lot of traveling last year. Went to some weird places. The weirdest trip I went on last year was to Huntsville, Alabama. Not exactly a vacation mecca, old Huntsville. <laughs> trip. Some of my trips start out weird. They just keep going weird. You know, I changed planes in Atlanta, Georgia to get over there. Picked up an Atlanta newspaper, opened it up. There's a one-page ad in the middle of the paper. says, attention illiterates. <laughs> Reminds me of late at night when I see that ad on the cable station for that 1-800 hearing helpline. I always call it up and go, what? South. Men say weird things to you in the South. I was standing there after this show in Huntsville, and I'm a little knock-kneed anyway, but this guy comes walking up to me. He goes, ooey girl, you couldn't stop a pig in the ditch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sweet talker. <laughs> like if I was in a ditch with a pig, I'd want to stop it. the guy. I told him I was hungry. I figured he'd recommend a good local restaurant. Wouldn't you think that's what someone would do? Uh-uh. He starts telling me how to make a sandwich. <laughs> you know, first you gotta get yourself some Whipper bread. Set yourself slice that Whipper bread down the little table. Then you gotta get yourself some Duke's mayonnaise. You ain't got Duke's, you ain't got no mayonnaise. Might as well put that bread away. Best a Big old slice of by-day onion, big old beefsteak tomato, and ooey girl. You got a sandwich or twang your buds. <laughs> You. I'm gonna go write that down now so I don't screw it up. <laughs> Got a lot of people.
people dating in here tonight? Are y'all on dates? Where are you, daters? No, no. Hitting all the tropes. They're the same. No. Yeah, are you? Everybody do Tinder? Good. I'll tell you what. I don't think I'd want to date Dates if I was list? a guy. It must be really hard on guys, because guys just got really good at lying about how many women they have had. Now they got to figure out how to lie about how many women they haven't had. <laughs> Blind dates are the worst for women, though. So every time a woman gets a blind date, she thinks, oh, this could be the one, the answer to all my problems. Because <laughs> our friends lie to us, that's why. Open up that door, it's a guy four foot six, one hair coming out of each eyebrow. And he wants to go dancing. <laughs> Most women would follow a man frown for months if he'd only tell her her legs look good in flats. Well, what are the odds of that happening? You gotta be wearing those nine inch spike heels before a guy'll say, but baby, to make your leg look so good. Oh, thank you. I'm sure it's worth crippling my spine for you here. Thank The only kind of guy I was ever interested in was the wrong kind of guy. And once a year, that craziest thing of all would happen to me. Some voice somewhere inside of me telling me it was time for me to fall in love, to find that special someone just once a year. So I'd strap on my love radar. <laughs> tell you something. If there was a total jerk-off within 150 miles, <laughs> boy, I'd hone in on that guy. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> I've been feeling a little too good about myself lately. Coming into my life so I could much. feel like a piece of lint again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Look at that! These are all hot fives. These are all hot fives. I have five different Richard CDs. These are five CDs well, from, from the 90s. I wish I could remember what I was supposed to say. <laughs> I remember when right, Reagan was funny? This is great. This is the surgical instrument. Bring this over here. This is great. Come here. We got camera. This is camera three, right? It's Richard Belzer. Is this camera three? Yeah. Camera one. So two and three cover me on one. Now lower I, just a little bit. Also, Kelsey lower, Grammer lower, is on right. this and Jason Turn Alexander. Turn to the left a little. They're comics? Cough. Cough. <laughs> okay, thank you. That camera's fine. I guess everybody did comedy in the 90s. They put up a, they put up a brick wall Ooh, and they were like, like okay, space camera. there you go. Because everyone's constantly it's laughing like at everything Vader's they do. Darth Vader's birth control device, doesn't it? <laughs> Nice camera here from the planet. Oh, thank you very much. War of the Worlds. The, the agent for War of the Worlds, ladies and gentlemen. The agent for War of the Worlds. How are you? Nice to see you. Great. You know... <laughs> get in, get out. How are you, babe? How's it going? All right? Everything okay? You've covered sports, haven't you? Have, do you ever cover a sporting event? Yes. <laughs> a true cameraman doesn't speak. The cameraman, the camera nodded for that, just for the video listening audience. The opening act was Carrot Head, Carrot Top, and he did all prop comedy like a fucking hack. It was amazing. It was all prop comedy, the whole thing. You're just in love. No, it's nice that you have your hand up to the elbow, upper dress. That's very, very subtle and... Well, it's good to be friends with the Russians, isn't it? Yeah, right, sure. <laughs> no, I got the Russian. I don't trust the Russians, and I'll tell you why. This, I know this is bad for detente, but whatever you want to call it, 
Um, we've had a problem with them for a long time, but the thing that really threw me about the Russians is when Chernobyl occurred, they had a nuclear meltdown, and the Russians pretended like nothing was happening. They wouldn't What's have caused anything else. Others, you know, countries around Russia were affected by it, like cows in Sweden started to be born with two heads, and people in Poland Russians started getting smarter. So you knew that there was, you knew there was an accident. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, like so edgy. But you know. <laughs> Like, there's no reason for those jokes, yeah. Okay. They're just jokes out of the void. They have no history to them, yeah. Look at him be edgy, Richard Belzer. No one even knows who he is anymore. Come on. Well, I live here now. I live in L.A. Well, yeah. It's really different than New York. Just a little. It's a little different. It's three hours and five years behind New York. No, I don't mean to demean L.A., because L.A., it means itself, but you know, I've always felt that, no, I, I, because the people here, for some reason, when they talk, it's like evolution took a left in LA. It's, when people talk here, they go up and down, like, like their spines aren't fully developed, you know. Like, oh, you're from New York? Oh, wow. Avocados? Wow. You can stand still, I'm getting motion sickness over here. And L.A. cops and New York cops are totally different. L.A. cops are very strict, as you know. New York cops are very laid back. You'd be driving down the street in New York, beer between your legs, seatbelt flapping out the door, and go through five red lights. A New York cop will go, give me coffee on the way back. And L.A., the cops are, all right, pull over, your left speaker's out. You don't have Dolby? Spread them. <laughs> and that's why people become that way. And I'll, oh, sorry, officer, sorry. <laughs> so it's not really demeaning, it's fear, I guess. <laughs> and earthquakes are a pretty exciting thing to happen. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things could happen to you in New York, but the earth never opens up and says, check, please. <laughs> do that. My first earthquake experience was very sobering, very serious. I was in bed with my future ex-fiance. And, uh, and we were, you know, we were, we were doing something. Uh, we were engaged in some activities. And all of a sudden, the bed started shaking a little more. I figured, I'm definitely going to marry this woman. This is great. <laughs> then the room started shaking. Then the earth started shaking. I figured, hey, I'm the greatest piece of in the world. Yeah. You ever notice when little kids get embarrassed, they always lift up whatever they have on, like little boys lift up their jackets, little girls lift their dresses over their head. I think we never should have stopped doing this as adults. Well, say you're a chick, you're going for a job, you don't think you're going to get the job. Lift your dress up over your head. Say, I want the job, I need a job. Probably get the job, you know what I'm saying? Just a theory may not be true. I'd like to play the piano for you now, ladies and gentlemen, if I may. Yeah. What can't I'd Richard like Belzer do? Can you cover this? Okay. But I don't play the piano, so uh, I'd like to play, but I don't I don't actually play. I'd like to, Lord. Oh, look at that classic joke circumvented our idea. Oh, look at that. Classic twist. 
to all the girls who I took $10 from their purse before. Do you ever notice that all male nightclub singers do the same thing when they come out? They'll give you this move, right? Everything's gonna be okay as soon as I get my neck fixed. <laughs> what kind of neck is this? <laughs> so he Sinatra sings. You can't make fun of Frank. You can make fun of the Pope. You can make fun of the President. You can't make fun of Frank. I don't know what the big deal is. He's only a singer. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Frank. Sorry. Sorry, Mrs. Sinatra. Sorry. <laughs> the way kids walk in. I know, I figured out why black people walk the way. The reason black people walk the way they do is because for hundreds of years, black people have been denied the use of white bathrooms. That's how the walk evolved. Like a black guy walk up to a white place, ask if he's the bathroom. Say, okay, there's the bathroom. No? Have a good night. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. And now, Cheech Marin. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, they, they didn't tell me people were going to be out here. You know, it's really nice uh, being at the Improv. I haven't been here for many years, and actually, uh, I want to share something with you that probably not a lot of people know. Like, so many young comics, uh, I owe it all to be, but hey, sound. <laughs> I thought it was just me. <laughs> Flashback. Is he talking or isn't he? Who gives a <laughs> Anyways. Like um, a lot of young comics, uh, I would all to Bud Friedman. Uh, I'd like to explain. Uh, in the mid-60s, Tommy Chong and I came to town, and we were a couple fresh-faced kids, and we walked into the improvisation, and we did our act. And we were really new and kind of wrong. We really didn't know what we were talking about or doing. And as we walked off stage, Bud Friedman said something to me that changed my life forever. He turned to me and said, want to buy some dope? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. We gave him 10 bucks, he gave us a nickel bag. And so we went home and wrote, you know, and the next thing I knew was 10 years later, I had $5 million in the bank. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bud. I'll never forget that. As a matter of fact, that's how he got his name, Bud. <laughs> no, 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 just kidding, just kidding. Anyways, uh, so, uh, how many people remember those movies I used to do with Chong? That's great, because I don't, man. <laughs> what happened to them? Were they any good? Yeah, you left? Oh, good. Well, thank you. So now I'm on the Golden Palace, and it's great because we have the Golden Girls, and they're very hip, you know? And uh, nobody really believes that, but yesterday Estelle Getty came up to me and gave me a hit of Afrin. It's like, God, Estelle, this is great. Where'd you get this stuff? She said, Bud Friedman. <laughs> 
Thank you, Cheech. Next on stage, Caroline Ray. How are you? What is this, SPCA night? Stop it. Parking. I know that my skirt is too tight. It's because I have the opposite of anorexia. I think I'm thin. <laughs> Jump on the punchline. Thanks so much. <laughs> I went to the hairdresser today and I asked for a trim, but apparently the woman thought I said, make me look like an astronaut's wife. <laughs> All right, it's not that funny. Jeez. My mother gets her hair done every single week. And when she gets it done, she looks like she's wearing an L.A. Rams helmet. You know what I mean? <laughs> she brings a picture of Margaret Thatcher to the hairdresser with her. Like this, but higher. <laughs> and when she goes swimming, she's never gotten it wet in her entire life. <laughs> hey, hey, you kids, don't splash me. I've just had my hair done. Betty, darling swimsuit. Where'd you get that? Talbot's? It's precious. <laughs> and then she's in the shallow end for about half an hour before she gets in doing this, putting the water all over her body. <laughs> so my body doesn't go into shock. I'm like, Mom, it's a country club. People pee in the pool. <laughs> my mother's bridge group is so catty. They all wear catheters for fear of leaving the room and being talked about. kind of crowd. It was very embarrassing, though, because, uh, my, thanks. Uh, my mother came to visit me recently, and she took off her makeup with one of my Today sponges. <laughs> oh, darling, these are fabulous. Oh, I love them. They're the cutest things. They have a handle. They're precious. First I was mad, and then I thought, hey, at least they're getting used. <laughs> you know what's a funny form of contraceptive? The pill. Because you have to keep on taking it every day on a daily basis, regardless of what's going on in your love life. Okay. So it's so nice during those lulls to have a daily reminder. No one in my life. <laughs> Can you imagine if you had to wear a condom for 30 days before it was any good? Day 28. Someone might call. She does have great hair, though. I can't see it, but it is, it is her hair, dude. It's really fluffy. You're frightening. So. Before hair extensions. Child, youngest for three girls. Typical youngest child. Dates come to pick me up. I automatically get in the back seat. Um, Punching down at herself. Look at that. Classic. It's embarrassing, though, because my sisters are incredibly successful. And, you know, they're sitting around talking about what to get my mother for Christmas, and they're like, well, maybe we should get her a Rolex. And they just look at me, and you just make another nice card. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Christmas because my parents are divorced, and so every Christmas we all have to call my father, so we're sitting at my, my mother's house. We're all sitting there around the phone, my sisters and my mother, and we call up, and we're like, hi, hi, Dad, I just want to say Merry Christmas. And then my sister's like, did you get the tie? Ask me if you got the belt. And my mother, ask him if he's happy he ruined our lives. <laughs> he says, no, no, yes. <laughs> I'm single. Okay. Uh, 
No, I'm not. Okay, yes, I am. <laughs> um, my mother thinks I'm too aggressive with men because I had my last boyfriend put to sleep. And, um, I felt really bad because he knew where we were going as soon as he got in the car. <laughs> forever to get him in that little carrier. God. <laughs> to put a beer in it. Come on, honey, get it. There you go. <laughs> I went out with a newscaster for a while, but he drove me crazy. Because every time we were in bed, everything he said sounded like he was delivering the news. And he thought he was so funny. He'd say things like, this just in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a clean joke. Back to Damn you, Caroline. <laughs> known my relationship was over, but you try and ignore those telltale signs, you know? Three in the bed where there used to be two. Maybe it got smaller. No. Him going out, always introducing me as his sister. You know, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> you know what I hate being single is when you have to walk down the street and pass construction workers, and they always say something disgusting to you? <laughs> you just walk along, mind your own business, and suddenly one of them goes, Maria. <laughs> like, what do they think? I'm going to run over and go, Tony, is that you? <laughs> Hi. Maria. That was and a West Side Story joke. If they could show me, like, one marriage that has come from this kind of an introduction. <laughs> besides Elizabeth Taylor. Um, say, Mommy, how did you and Daddy meet? Well, there I was walking along the street one day and uh, your father screamed the most disgusting things at me. <laughs> Something about wanting to eat his lunch off my ass. <laughs> I was so turned on, I threw myself into the back of his truck. <laughs> it's never going to happen. She put her microphone away without she was done, but she keeps going. She's over five, Good. but she's killing uh, it. I'm totally sick of dieting. I'm not going to do it again. It's because the only reason we do it because of these ridiculous stereotypes on the cover of magazines, these skinny freaks of nature. I think we should be able to buy magazines in sizes. Wouldn't that be better? <laughs> I'll have Cosmopolitan in a 16. Yeah. And for my husband, I'll have the balding, sagging butt GQ. <laughs> And now here comes Bobby Collins. I haven't had Mexican oh, food no, I in two years. I had Mexican food last night. Now I know why it waited two years beforehand. I couldn't make it out the door. I swear to God, I'm walking out there. I had like Jiffy Pop in my underwear. I'm like, Opening the pizza like a professional. By the time I got to my car, 17 cats were pulling on me. Get out of here, will you get out of here? Oh, God. And I still feel it. I woke up last night. You know you wake up in that haze? I thought I saw a donkey in my bedroom. And I'm waking up the wife because I didn't know if it was reality. And it's looking at me going, nah, nah. There's a donkey right in the bedroom there. Oh, shut up and go to sleep. You know, shut up and go to sleep. There's no donkey. Now I'm making deals with the donkey. I'm like, donkey, come on. Oh, God. 
came in from Miami. Yeah, hey, look, you know, I feel bad for people with the hurricanes and Homestead and this and that. He's not I feel killing bad, it right but now. These, the people but in the trailer park. So well. Didn't they ever see he's like the Wizard nice of yellow Oz? Blazer, and I'm really appreciating his amazing. I mean, these natural pants. disasters, hurricanes, tornadoes—they're whipping around them. They know the each other. They're like Fred. Yeah, the park. Yeah. This is like 1996. And then they in interview these people. They had like the one gold. guy on. Very well. There was some dental problems. Little problems. They had like one tooth. <laughs> one tooth. I'm watching here in Los Angeles, and the guy's like, um, and they're asking him. Did you know a hurricane was coming? Well, yeah, I, I know. I know. It, it was coming. Chip in, buy him a bridge. Come on, come on, he's spitting on the camera. Did he just go for a retard? And then the newsman's embarrassed, and they're going, well, what are we learning from Tom leave? Cruise? Never go for a retard. Oh, well, what, what movie was that? The uh, Tropic Thunder. The Wheel of Fortune. And, uh, I gotta tell you. So, and I'm down there, the longest lights in the world. You stop off at a red light in Miami. Belzer and board. Two people, the car next to me, the people, they were dead. He's trying. Yeah, no, and he's getting in He's just on this one, not my favorite yet. He's moving. Then you go, then you pull into this, I pull into this gas station that you can buy like gas and like furniture, anything, anything. I did, I walked in there, I go, excuse me, can I have some pump number seven and how much is that couch? And they sold wedding cakes there. Who buys a wedding cake from the Chevron Mini Mart? Yeah. Oh, Mary, great dresses for the bridesmaids. Where'd you get your cake? Chevron Mini Mart. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. And then I go up there and the guy, uh, Mabutu or whatever, the, and the guy, and they don't know, and you're in America learning, it's just learning. 96, the they didn't give a yeah. fuck, yo. Yeah. Oh, we're getting boos and claps, he's being edgy. Lazy Jones, little bit brown. I swear to God, the guy went, oh, no, 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 no. And I went, oh, I'm sorry. Pump number seven, and I'll pay for this here. Uh, no, 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 no. That's why these people get killed. You're like, ah, oh, I'll kill you. Wow. And how much is that trailer? Is that your trailer in the back there? Oh, yeah, that's my trailer. Wow. So there's two He's like uh, Andrew Dice Clay with women, now except I'm, I'm an impatient brown New people. Yorker. I'm what standing there. There's one lady fallback. writing a check. So this I'm like, you know, this is the, but this, this like, stuff, this everyone crazy? was getting a hot five. Other people on this, we're going to see Adam edge. Sandler you later. Jump on you, right? And he's like, right we're going to see now, uh, to on the next one, Chris back, Rock. You know, like, ah, so Jim Carrey's up soon, up next, I think. Yeah, Jim Carrey's up next. So let's just sit through and wait this bullshit out. Yeah. He kept his microphone in the stand. Like he knows he's gonna leave. Like he knows it's almost over. I can't wait to see him, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey as a stand-up is he's all act outs. He's amazing. People are nuts looking at him. Oh God, online. You are losing. I came home. Yeah, I love my dog. Love my dog. I walked in the house. 
Usually I got a golden retriever. My dogs usually like when you walk in, hello, Bobby, where you been? I love you so much. Give me a cat. <laughs> I walk in and he's like behind the couch giving me a look like, oh, uh, you're home. Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? I'm like, what's the matter? Where'd Bobby Collins go? Is that where he is? Around, oh my gosh, my so Pancake's showing you new Bobby Collins did. now that he's shaved his mullet off there. and he looks much different. There was smoke. Is he still doing comedy? He looks respectable. And he's releasing and books. And the dog's giving me okay. a look like... Uh, Maybe he's a, a better writer, like, Billy uh, Collins. Four big isn't. black dogs came in here. See, four and, big uh, black dogs. Why do you have to say black dogs? Because he's all on the and racism the tip. Took a big dump. But 20 years ago, I guess that was... And my wife's ready to hit him. Different. And I'm looking at him like, well, did you see what they look like? I remember with the, you know, hickory dickory dock, this bitch was such a, sucking my cock. Like, that was all, I mean, that's Andy Dice Clay, but... Thank you, Bobby. Back in and these now days. Here comes Jim Carrey. Ah! <laughs> Starting with his arm broken over his amazing double-jointed shoulders, just showing it off like a champion. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I feeling a little strange tonight, and I'm not sure why. Uh, it's like a fake arm. It's amazing. No, I'm kidding you. That's just a little bit of a physical gag to get the show started off with a bang. And Well, you won't be seeing much more physical humor in my show. You <laughs> 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 just fell on the ground so fast. Like, fell backwards, dude. That was amazing. Look how young he is. Well, now that I'm warmed up, I'd... Uh... Oh, my God. He looks like he's 22. <laughs> Right now, what I'd like to do is I'd like to take yeah. you all on a little trip down to Caesar's Palace in He's Las very Vegas. Well and I'd like to give you all a little taste of the Candy Man. So physical. So funny. I think it's an Elton John impression. Because he's got the weird glasses on. Right on, man. <laughs> he's got his butt out. It's very funny. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to sing a really... Groovy song. It's yeah, it's Sam something like this. <laughs> the man named Bojangles and he danced for you. In one out He's doing a crazy lazy, I think, and his chin is... With this song, which is come back and dance, 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 please. 
applause breaks in the 90s were much bigger than they are now, I believe. They, they all cl the clap anything. Now he's taking off his clothes. Love it. Love it. Taking, yeah, took off his... Mm. It is now audience participation time. <laughs> when I count to three and I hold the mic over the audience, I want to hear everyone in this entire place bring down this roof. It's going to hurt, but it'll be fun, I swear. <laughs> I want to hear you bring down this roof with your best, your most blood-curdling scream. <laughs> All that anger, let me have it. One, two, three! <laughs> Cowards. Cowards! You wouldn't believe how much that turns me on. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get through the show without it, and I thank you. Uh... No, I'd like you to do that through this entire next song. <laughs> I would. Songs? I didn't know Jim Carrey did songs. Because here comes well, they're all the sexy, yeah, yeah. the incomparable Tom Jones! Oh dear lord, he's dancing. Look at his butt. Yeah, he commits, he's committed. Here we go. Oh shit. He's got some Andy Kaufman in him. He was Andy Kaufman in the movie. My, 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 Delilah. Why, 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 I can't believe that Jim Carrey just did impressions Thanks, of Jim. songs. Next up, Richard Lewis. Okay, so we have Richard Lewis, Tim Allen, and then it's over, and then we go to disc two. I just met Billy backstage, and I, uh, I'm here to improv. I love it. I love your hot audience. I resent that I have to be here because I, I could have been a caterer one time, and uh, oh, yeah, it's a, a frightening thing, but I'll try to come through for you and come through for myself. And uh, If you cut his hair, it'd be so cute. That's about it. I really don't have much more than that. I've been lying to people out here for years, and... Uh, very tough business. I used to, I, I like the improv because, uh, well, there's no other place to go. I'm going to Farmer's Market for the farmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm performing. Farmer's Market. I have to finish farmer's that thought because I'm out of therapy now. I have to continue to finish thoughts. A furnished apartment. I just, I just flashed on this. It was like the, this looked like the apartment. This was like the furnished. They don't give you good stuff, by the way. It's, you have to Take live with it. The whole piece. They force you. I had a, 
was like a picture over my sofa. It was a black velvet picture of a rabbi and a Brahma bull. It was a depressing kind of thing. And, uh, <laughs> you can't get it. You try to pull it off, and the person next door is trying to push it on because that is crazy. And uh, the first week, first week, I had a date. Never forget this. It was an important date for me, and uh, I wanted to see if I could date in a, in a furnished apartment. It was a new thing for me, and I used like the uh, coffee table. It looked like this, and it was like an ashtray. And uh, the woman said, uh, "Richard, it's my voice. I must say now, my my impressions are—it's the worst." And uh, I am out of therapy, and yet I must date women that talk like me. I'm discouraged about that phenomenon. And, uh, <laughs> But the woman said, can I have the ashtray? And I said, yes, you can. In my voice, it sounds like hers. That's why my act goes to the toilet, because don't understand. And uh, I picked up the ashtray, and it was riveted on. Everything is riveted on everywhere you go. So that was that. Was that. And, uh, and the mouse, the mouse was the uh, turning point. I saw a mouse. And uh, if you're a nervous person, a little high strung, been in psychotherapy, and you see a mouse, it's, forget it. It's like Daktari time in your house there. And uh, it was like, woo, woo. Well, that's not the. You know, I worked on that impression for three and a half months. Really. It's a mouse. That's supposed to be a mouse, too. I don't know what that's a halibut. I don't know what that is either. That's a mouse. A mouse on acid. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but, uh, a mouse on acid. I saw the mouse, and I stood on the date was there, and I stood on the table, and uh, which is riveted on to the kitchen floor, and uh, even the Hoover was riveted on. You couldn't do it. You couldn't move. You're, you have, they come to nail your feet down there. It's a horrible thing. And I stood up. And I saw the, woo, woo, as if I should do it again. That's why I'm disgusted with myself. I saw the mouse there and, uh... He's kneeling on the stool. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> he's just ripping with the crowd. I don't even know if he's actually I doing said, a joke or not. I have to tell you what I said. Otherwise, this is a ridiculous situation. I, mean, I said, eek. You have to say eek. It's a thing. It, eek. You try to repress the eek. You have to say it. And then I went, there's a mouse in the house. You have to say eek and there's a mouse in the house. It's not hilarious. Look, I'm not going for jokes, just for human relations here. That's really what I care about. <laughs> oh, they just faded into another part. They just cut his set. This isn't a straight set of five minutes. This is a, they faded in. Cheater. No, they didn't. It was a full... Everyone else was continuous. This, they just faded out and faded back in. Because he didn't have as good a set as he was hoping. I think. I saw Cleary, described him, and, uh... Yeah, I think the laugh book was too That's being very kind to, uh, yeah. I mean, this, this blew me back Richard Lewis. I was really depressed. I used to go to a guy in uh, Jersey, Sal. 40 bucks would have been like a subscription book, you know, for like three years. It's like... But not Lafleur. Oh, but Sal was like, well, the whole thing. It's a good-looking guy uh, if you cut his hair. Lafleur was unbelievable. It was like 12 guys yeah, that opened heart surgery around my hair there. It's like, uh... It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I, you know, you look good though. For about a second and a half, they hold this mirror up. I think they glue another head well, I mean, onto he's... that mirror. I'm pretty sure. And I finally he get out of the chair. He just keeps saying words, and, and he's entertaining with his. Like, he's got the, the third, right energy. So. Saying, I said, what he's saying isn't necessarily super funny, I, but he's funny. I bet you I held this behind who held the blow. It was like a whole assembly line, like a, a Burl Ives folk song, the moose away, the cat away. I was so upset, I popped out of the chair. Maybe I was nuts, like I had a gun. I'm getting out of here now, you bastards. No more money, no more money. And they just looked at me, they were calm and cool, and they said, what do you use on your hair, Mr. Lewis? I'll tell you what I use. I'll tell you what I use. I use baby shampoo, my friends, okay? Because it's very easy, it doesn't hurt the hair. And they laughed, they went, oh, 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 oh. They, they laughed like the modern airs in harmony there. And they wouldn't let me go. What guilt they were throwing. They opened up this big cabinet. It was like, ah, there's a thousand bottles of rinse and schmintz and grinch. I had a cash of bond to get out of this place. It was all 
Grinch number nine. Let every hair have a follicle orgasm, and then put a litmus paper so it can rain, you know. And uh, this is your wonderful crowd, and uh, come back to the improv. What, what did he actually? He was just entertaining. Now here he comes, oh, Tim Allen. Hey, yeah. Oh, here we go, Tim Allen. Nice to see you. I'm having a pretty bad week. I just got back from a kind of a family reunion, and I got seven brothers and two sisters, and I realize now, and I'm, I hate to admit it, but men are pigs. You women will agree, right? Men are pigs, right? He's very still, and he's leaving the microphone just yeah, in the stand. Yeah, it's too bad we own everything. Still. <laughs> and he's very specific with his stuff. See, see how he's an actor. See how specific seven he is? boys, two girls. She always called us pigs, you little pigs. You little red-butted, primate little monkey pigs. All you do is poop and eat around here. That's all you do. Don't speak to your mother. You grunt like the pigs you are. My mother figured that's how men should talk. <laughs> it's true. You don't think your old man grunts? Give him a steak. Honey, you like that? So specific. He's so... My He's mom exactly said the only reason men are alive is for lawn care and vehicle maintenance. Richard Lewis. Like Richard Lewis was just all over oh, doing whatever, and he's practiced yeah. all of this. He knew he's true. putting his hands in his I pockets. He planned track. that. All of this. Yeah. Yeah. That hand. Got the John hand. Deere 160. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just very it's, no, it's all a script. <laughs> this is all. He does it. I bet he does it the exact same time every time. Oh, it's fun yeah. that the two of us, like yeah. the two shittiest comics in San Francisco, are like tearing. I'm tearing apart. 1996. My comedy. mother said men aren't men until they can find their way to Sears by themselves. That's my Sears source. doesn't exist. Sears. Craftsman tools. Passed all that Kenmore stuff. Come on, right to that Craftsman tool department. I walk in there, my nipples are rock hard. They're beautiful. I can buy stuff I don't even need now. Yeah, I got a gear puller. I got no idea what that thing is. I wonder if this is before or after Santa Claus. I bet it's before. But it looks good on my pegboard. Is this before or after tool time? That's the that altar to a man. Oh. Oh. So I'm wondering, is the Three sound that he makes? Three grand you'll the, never the, use, right? The and the real pinheads will outline their tools. I right? know that baby goes show, right there. Stand up, yeah. I mean, I never watched... Uh, you can get Kevin real weird tools, right? though, you know. These work, but I'm working on my house. I get this. This would be big brass. Yeah, absolutely. Watch that thing. That's a power stapler, sir. Where is Jonathan Taylor Thomas now? 238 bucks later. I'm out stapling phone books to my brick wall. The weird trouble you get in is that home shopping thing. Oh! 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 Consumerism on the phone. Tools from hell on this show. I don't Before know. internet, what? I always get sucked in a good salesman, man. Eliminate the worry, folks, of sharpening scissors at home. Oh. <laughs> Honey, forget about that check to Ethiopia. Here's a major problem here. <laughs> Six to eight weeks it shows up, you know. It's got that. All these instructions, it says, attach firmly to a workbench for stability. Uh, 
chicken good? It tastes the chicken. Come on. It, it I don't was, have a word. Very good. I ate before. But I, I think we all know where I could buy one. But you seasoned it. There's more for your life. Thank you. Thank you. I popped out. Sears got the 164 Cubans workman shot me crash. It's the lemon pepper is the secret. Four foot bench, 800 pounds, came in a box, yay big. Oregano, salt, paprika, super easy. Kid, you didn't read the circuit. There's some assembly required. I have so much pork from last night. I have like four pounds of pork at home. I'm going to slice it thin and do something with it and bring it and do something. Sears! Sears, yeah, Craftsman Tools. You can take them back. You can find them on the street, and you can always get new ones. They last forever. And if they don't last, Sears, I bought some tools, boy. I got needle nose, vice grip, a monkey mother. Guaranteed, Craftsman Tools. If you find Craftsman Tools in like a garage sale, they get broken. You can always send them back and get new ones. They're worth a lot of money. They're good tools. Yeah, no. tools, boy. Is that why they're bankrupt? I got tools that fix tools. I, I don't know how that works. Like I'm, that I feel terrible that I'm bored by Tim Allen because he's supposed tape. to be like. You got to have the duct tape. Mm. Duct tape. I know duct tape yeah. is hilarious. If you can't fix it, duck it. That's what I mean. Yeah, cure that little problem with the dog right away. But that some assembly required or hurt you or a loved one. My mom gave me a gas grill for my birthday. I got the Sunbeam 3300. Oh. Yeah. If, if no one eats the food, I'll take it home, and then I'll slice it up. I'll make it in the chicken salad, and then I'll make it on sandwiches. It's like a car bomb in that crate, though. Because I've got the witchcraft Butane hoses and tanks and fittings. Oh. And I used to shoot coals as I could so that I could save coals for the next. Ever finish something, but you still got a bag of real important-looking parts left over? Oh, yeah. Barbecues at the studio. Well, hey, honey, I, I mean, I have a barbecue here. He's the headliner and he's born. You should have seen I feel the flame come out of that hood. <laughs> I don't feel terrible. Fuck tomorrow. He has more money than I Honey, stop running around like that. You're just making those flames grow on you like, like that. Not you didn't burn that meat, anyone, did you? Like, I'm sorry. This must be like a fuel regulator of some sort. Just comes into town. I don't think it's supposed to spray the hair like that. Guess I don't need to tell you though, do I? Bump 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 Women are always mad. Women are always burn her head. She's always mad at me. Yeah. Always getting stuff dirty. I just washed that for. Look what you did. He's calling back. I mean, he's doing a lot of callbacks. Good for him. I pull out the hose. What's so tough about that? Everywhere you go, you make the house dirty. He's it's wearing a bolo. Uh, yeah. He is, and he, that was a subterfuge dick joke, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> this is, and we should what mention, all of this has been what? clean. Yeah. This has been 100% clean. The only people being yeah. dirty are, are me. You're being clean. What's too. a headlight for in that thing? I've done a couple of fucks Shut the lights out. Let's scare the cat. No, it's okay. Oh. It's a stroller. No power. Oh, babies have never heard that word. Oh. Same bobby pin. Never think of picking it up. He's no, never no, no, put no. the microphone in That's his hand. He's kept job. the microphone in the stand the entire You'll time. Because he's a But because he's a well, I didn't know he's a germaphobe, but he's a good actor and he knows up, how to keep his distance and he's got the right volume. And he's doing his act outs and he's keeping the microphone there in the stand. Is no good power for him. In these I like to hold the microphone. So he I gets rewired hands for an act out there. Yeah, this old Buick V6 but he, out I guess garage. if you're going to leave the microphone in the stand, you have to know but your distance so that you could actually be heard. She loves me. She gave me the best gift a woman can give a man is that big tool belt. Got that big cowhide tool belt. 
Got two cordless drills hanging low. <laughs> oh, I'm Wyatt Earp walking around that house. Ching, cha ching, cha ching. Come on, Betty, break some. <laughs> You've been a lot of fun. I'm Tim Allen. Thank you very much. That was much. Tim Allen, everybody. Bored the shit out of me, but I guess everybody else loves that. This is the end of that. Uh, this is from all the things we saw were from 81 to 94. And they put this out in 2000. Pancakes say things because I have to switch the. Uh, okay. Well, uh, we are listening to Laugh Out Loud, Volume One. Oh, Volume Volume Two now. Um, I believe it was released in 2001. And uh, we're listening to uh, retro comedy. Yeah. So this next one is going to be D.L. Hughley, Jason Alexander, Rhonda Shear. Bruce Bannon, Jeff Altman, John Fox, Norm MacDonald, Paul Rodriguez, Chris Rock, the end. So the ones I know out of here, I know who D.L. Hughley is, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, I know who Jason Alexander is, mm -hmm. clearly. Never heard of Rhonda Shear. Maybe when I see her, I'll know her. Bruce Bannon, I can only think of Steve Bannon right now, but Me spelled too. differently. Jeff Altman, I don't remember who that is. John Fox, don't know. Norm MacDonald, clearly we know who Norm MacDonald is. Yeah. I'd like to see what his set will be like because I don't really like him that much. And to Good see him in like 96, it'll be fine. Story. Paul Rodriguez, obviously I know who that is. And Chris Rock, clearly. So clearly. Weird. Yeah, that... Uh, uh, when did that... It was the second to the last... <laughs> So now we're watching a thing of a guy going into a jail cell because don't pirate things. In fact, playing this might even be, I don't even know, but because actually that's not true. Because we're recording on top of it, we're not actually, we're creating a new piece of art. Right. By. Creative Commons. Right. So we're allowed to do this, even though they're saying, you're in jail if you do whatever. But this is from, that there's, it's so fun to watch old videos too and you're like, that was cool back then. Remember the Matrix? Oh shit. DVD for you, baby. Mutinyradio.fm with Hot Dirty P and Pancake. Yeah, Hot Dirty P. I'm not rapping. Come on now. DVDs are cool. So again, this was gifted to me by Scotto Walker of Flatback Plastic. Got a walker of flat black plastic gave me laughing out loud. Laughing out loud, America's funniest comedian. It's five Featuring CDs. comedy performances by Chris Rock. Yeah! Look at his hair. Oh, fuck no, he has makeup on. Jeff Altman. Bruce Bond. I know who Bruce Bannon is. Oh, I don't know. Jason that. Alexander. No way. And D.L. Hewley. How you doing, white people? How's it going? And they all have the square thing, couldn't play, couldn't play here, couldn't play. I saw the dumbest sign in the world in Los Angeles today. A sign that said, don't do drugs, call a friend. <laughs> Who is this sign for? Because birds of a feather flock together. <laughs> Can you imagine one of these guys calling their friends, hey man, I'm in trouble, I'm about to hit the pipe. <laughs> don't do anything until we get there. <laughs> Come on, because there's a party of a man, man house. Let's go. <laughs> No, no, you got this, got this gang problem in Los Angeles. I grew up in Los Angeles in a gang, man. 
Later on, I went to college, got my life together, got a job in corporate America, which was cool, except every once in a while, I would have a gang flashback, turning a memo in spray paint. That was, you know, <laughs> it was not cool, man. I don't know, man. It was rough growing up, because I had a rough mother, man. It was tough to be a gang member when you had to be home when them streetlights came on. Remember that, man? <laughs> Didn't matter what you was doing, you knew when them streetlights came on. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna go over to Jimmy's house, we're gonna play. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Remember back in the days when your mother's sole purpose in life was to embarrass the hell out of you? You'd be on the phone real late at night trying to be cool. Your mother walking there, I know. You are not on my phone this late at night. They don't make me come in there and embarrass you. It's like, damn, mama, what was you just doing? Why don't you hop on the phone? I don't know, man. Black parents are just different than white parents. No better, no worse, no, just different. No, Saw so a movie called Poltergeist. In the movie, a little white child was trapped in a TV set, and her parents started crying. Oh, Carolyn, answer the TV! What are we gonna do? <laughs> you know, had that been a black mother, she would have been proud. <laughs> She'd have picked up the phone, called her best friend, said, girl, turn the channel two! <laughs> Every day in this country, four children are abducted and are killed by somebody they know every day. And white people put their picture on a milk cart. Like if you sick enough to steal a child, you was drinking milk to get that way. Y'all was missing for two weeks, my mother put my picture on a bottle of Jack Daniels. They found me in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, here go your son right here. <laughs> you know I damn near drank him. Remember when your mother would go act crazy, man? My mother was crazy, man. Every year, she, she'd be dying. Every year, my mother was terminally ill. Oh, oh baby, mama gonna die. When we were kids, we'd start crying, mama, please don't die, we love you. Y'all don't love me. Because if you love me, you would clean your room. Well, look, mama, we'll see you around, all right? Uh, try not to make a mess on your way out. My mother was crazy. I always let you know the rules of the house. Look, young man, I don't care how old you get. As long as you live under my roof, you'll abide by my That's right, you can be 90 years old. Mama, can, can I go outside? <laughs> Hell no, you take your old behind in that room. <laughs> my mother, man. She's great. Love my mother, love my father a lot too, man. My father, one of those guys that think he cool, but he really ain't. <laughs> you know, one of those guys that won't let go of the idea that he ain't cool no more, you know what I'm saying? Wear the short pants, the black socks, and the sandals, you know that guy? <laughs> Those are the guys that always want you to go somewhere with them. Son, go to the store with me. Hey, man, forget you. I got an image. <laughs> no. True story, my father's the toughest man I ever knew. True story, true story. Remember, remember guys, man, when you were growing up, man? Every man tried to fight their father one time. A lot of y'all got that blank look, because every time you try to, you almost black out, huh? That was a butt whooping, wasn't it? And the white guy tricked me. He said, look, if your father hits you, you hit him back and just run. Which sounded like a good idea. I thought I could pull it off. Till I hit my father, he turned to the $6 million man. Oh, ran past me to go get the neighbor so he would have an audience while he beat the hell out of me. <laughs> Come on, there's gonna be a butt whooping. My son just hit me. Come on. Cause you know how the fight starts. The fight starts cause you look at your father and you go, you know, 16 years old, you start looking at your father and go, he's a little older, a little slower. I can take him. <laughs> but you can't. My father, the toughest man I ever knew, true story, six years ago, my father got hit by a train and lived, I swear to God. 
Now, you already think your father's a bad man, but when he gets hit by a train, it changes your whole reality. Like, can anything kill this man? Damn. I'm not lying. I came home from a date. My father was laying in bed. Son, where have you been? I said, Dad, I was out on a date. Well, while you was out on a date having fun, you know I got hit by a train. <laughs> Dad, how'd you get hit by a train? How does anybody get hit by a train, fool? I was listening to Al Green, heard her knock at the door, opened it up, a train came in and kicked my butt. <laughs> Every time we want to piss him off, we go, Dad, so, <laughs> Thank you, you gave my name Diego. <laughs> Thanks, DL. Next up, Jason Alexander. This is exciting! It means that somehow, somewhere, someone thinks that I have achieved at least semi-celebrity status, which is very nice. The problem is, once you've achieved celebrity-osity, you can't help but ask how you've achieved it and what you can possibly do with it to better your fellow men. So I asked myself, how did I become a celebrity? Worked for 20 years, nothing. Did one movie and became the scumbag who tried to rape Julia Roberts. He was in, he was in, he was in. Uh, the Forget Julie that Roberts she's playing a prostitute. So I'm an animal. He was a pretty woman. He was a bad guy. But I'm an animal. So you can imagine my joy and relief to be finally playing Jerry's cute, cuddly, neurotic pal George on Seinfeld, and the show's a hit, and I'm again a record. Oh. Again, a sort of a recognizable figure, but with a whole different image. And I vowed, all right, Mr. Celebrity, when your fellow man reaches out to you, thou shalt respond. Well, we do an episode of Seinfeld where George tells about how he was in the throes of passion with a woman in her tiny one-room apartment when he realized undeniably and overwhelmingly a certain intestinal necessity <laughs> and embarrassed that it might be cacophonous and being delicate he had gas he left saying that he was in reality batman and he had just seen the bat signal it's a joke it's a cute story i get a letter from an organization called giddy gastrointestinal distress during intercourse this is a large group of men who, when stressed, and particularly sexually stressed, suffer severe gastric discomfort, and they were moved, <clears throat> so to speak, by, by my sensitive portrayal, and would I come and address their membership? And I'm thinking, this is like some cosmic joke. I have sworn, sworn to reach out to my fellow man, and my fellow man is a bunch of chronic flagellators. I don't picturing guys in bed with women locked in passion sweet song and blowing off the sheets like the finale of the 1812 overture. It's a, and I'm being asked to walk into an auditorium full of these guys. Somebody lights a cigarette, I'm history. The place is a powder cap. Thank you, Jason. And now, here's Wanda I'm glad you're in a good mood because I'm glad to be here. I had a very harrowing experience yesterday. I had to make that annual visit to the gynecologist. Ew. 
Actually, it wasn't so bad. My doctor's getting old. His handshakes. <laughs> See, guys, that's why we spend the entire day there. Um, actually, half the day. The other half, we go to the mall. <laughs> hack and jokes, hack jokes. Like Girls like to shop. Girls like to shop. I have big hair. Girls like to wake shop. Wake up in the morning, go to the closet, and hate everything in there. And then realize you spent the night out at someone else's house. <laughs> I like to shop. I was in this store, and this girl grabs me at the cosmetic counter. I got very paranoid because she goes, you have to start using this cream. It's great when you start to lose your looks. This is like the one thing I wish they had a lost and found department for. See, guys don't have to worry when they start to lose their hair because they don't lose it. It starts growing into their scalp and out their nose. <laughs> then they just kind of comb it over and do that hair nose over the <laughs> It's very attractive. Um. <laughs> um, so anyway, I have this little spandex dress on because my boyfriend bought it for me. Guys like these little spandex dresses, don't they? They're about... Spandex, a girl just walked by on the street and her whole ass was hanging out, pancake mustard. It was good ass. It was a belt. Yeah, she walked by, she had her whole ass hanging out. It was great. She had a little sunburn on her butt cheeks, too, which meant she was at Dolores. My boyfriend's from New York, and I'm from New Orleans, so there was a major cultural difference between the two of us. So when we fight, I put on the southern accent. I said, honey, down south, we have a saying. Men are like streetcars. Another one comes along every five minutes. He said, yeah, honey, in New York, we have a saying. Women are like subways. You pay to get on, and the whole ride, you live in fear. <laughs> sure, the guys like that. This is an interesting room, because everyone's so lit up. Night, uh. But I am from New Orleans, and I know you're thinking I didn't go to college, but I did, with this big blonde hair. You needed big blonde hair to get into the college that I went to. I, I didn't like school too much. I took some of those great courses, like Lincoln, the man, and the car. Um, <laughs> But this is true, before moving out to Los Angeles to seek fame and fortune, I was a former Miss Louisiana. Thank you. <laughs> and I went to the Miss America pageant and I came out 49th. Well, I would have come out 50th, but Miss Iowa couldn't get her tractor started for the talent competition. <laughs> You think it's easy to be in those pageants? It's not. You know what they do? They send you a manual on how to win. I got written instructions on how to wave properly. Elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. Elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. My little brother found the instructions and almost went blind. <laughs> <laughs> then they get to the interview portion of the pageant where they have the top 10 girls standing there. They actually asked Miss Arkansas to spell Mississippi. She said, why, is that the river or the site? <laughs> <laughs> then they get to Miss Texas. Those girls place every year. She goes, hi, I represent the Lone Star State. My name is Betty Lucille. I'm 22 and I am a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, Betty, that's why your diaphragm flew out in the middle of your tap dance. <laughs> it was a darn good talent, though. She retrieved it. <laughs> they got to me. I couldn't take it seriously. I said, hi, my name is Rhonda. I'm from New Orleans, which is also known as the Big Easy, and I think all you judges can vouch for that. <laughs> so let me and ask no one knows the diaphragm. How many people here are married? How many people by applause are single? <laughs> single people have 
so much hope. They always cheer. But you see, there's a lot of side benefits to marriage, like sex every night. <laughs> and occasionally your partner will join in. <laughs> see, I'm single, but we go through a lot of things for you guys. Like, for instance, we go out and buy those silky little teddies. Are these things comfortable to sleep in, ladies? You wake up in the middle of the night, that thing is strangling you like a noose around your neck. The panties have to be surgically removed. <laughs> And let's face it, in the middle of the day, we can look great, right? We can moose, we can quaff, we can hold over the end back. But in the middle of the night, we lose muscle control. What if he wakes up and catches us and our stomach is hanging over the edge of the bed? <laughs> then they call us up in the middle of the day and they want to talk sexy to us from work because they think we're running around that little silky teddy all day. You know, maybe we're doing something else. Maybe we're out in the backyard, we've got mud on our face and hands, the phones are ring. So like, babe, uh, what do you have on right now? <laughs> Oh, the usual way I water the garden, buck naked with a whip. <laughs> and why is it, you guys, when you take off your socks, you sniff them? <laughs> Not just one, but the other one, too? Like, is it gonna get better or something like fine wine? What's the deal here? And this makes me paranoid. After we make love, I look in the mirror. I look terrible, he looks fantastic. I figured out it's because my makeup is all over his face. I looked down, his nipples were winking at me. They were my eyelashes. I won't even tell you where my Lee press on nails were. Uh... <laughs> just to get dressed after they know us. They don't do this on a first date. Because what does it take for you guys to get dressed? You walk past some deodorant, you jump into anything that's standing in the closet. It takes a long time to get this, you know, this messed up look. <laughs> I mean, my boyfriend's walking past the bathroom. He's going, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I go, you're making me nervous. I'm not going, I look like a dog. He said, I don't care. Just grab the water bowl. I've got the leash. Let's go. <laughs> the man isn't to working out. Uh, and see, I don't believe that. I just wear those tight spandex jeans because those things will just like hold everything up and in to unzip them. Then out pops Orca, the killer whale there. <laughs> Actually, my jeans are kind of like some of the men that I dated. They're tight and they give me pain and suffering. <laughs> and they shrink and close water. Uh. <laughs> so you guys can motivate yourselves to work out, can't you? Guys can do that. They can put on their little earphones and go jogging down the street. Women have to be motivated. Like, I like to go to the gym and get behind the hottest looking chick there. You know, the one who looks like she's using her leotard to floss. <laughs> then I kind of meditate as I exercise. I hate this girl in front of me. I wish she'd fall and break her knee. Perfect breast and perfect butt. I know this chick's been liposucked. funny when they say stereotypical things and look super hot. Yay! She's great out there. And People love cake, but they like it better with frosting. Oh, Here's an ugly guy. Hey, I gotta tell you, what's all this business about all these postal workers going berserk? Jeez. Went to the post office the other day, half the wanted posters are their employees. One of them was employee of the month. These guys get depressed because I can't get promoted past the mail room. That's the only friggin' room there is. Oh, man. You know, a friend of mine told me that if I got an aquarium and I watched the fish, that could be very relaxing, and I did that. I noticed there's always one fish with one of those little poop things hanging down. <laughs> and then the other fish tell him. When you got a friend with food on his face, you go, hey, pal. And none of these fish down there going, hey, Louie. This is Bruce Bannon. 
And he has a big mustache. Really long hair, but no hair on top of his head. Table with toilet paper on your shoe. Try coming back while you're still dragging your business. You guys watch the Discovery Channel? The reason they call it the Discovery Channel is you watch it when you discover nothing else is on. <laughs> Yesterday I watched two rhinos mate for an hour and a half. Now all my pets think it's the All Animal Porno Network. <laughs> you guys read that new Kinsey sex survey that just came out? They found out that 42% of all women need less than 15 minutes of foreplay to become aroused. 48% need more than 15 minutes. Conversely, 97% of all men only needed to hear the words come and get it. <laughs> He's also, he's like Tamil and he has the microphone in the stand know, and he's just me, moving around. Does it. it seem that every time Michael Jackson gets a new body part, the less and less we see of Tito? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Tito? Props. You guys ever see these Shriner hats, these fezzes? I gotta figure thousands of years from now when they dig up our civilization, they're gonna think these are giant nipple tassels from alien strippers, huh? No one's gonna believe we wore these on our heads. Oh, man, I went to Victoria's Secret to get something for my wife. You guys been to Victoria's Secret? Yeah. yeah, nice place. Sales lady came over and asked if she could help. I told her, no, thanks. I'm just sniffing. <laughs> well, I was. <laughs> but I got her those musical panties. Have you seen those? Those are cool. Embarrassing in public is every time she crosses her legs, you hear a muffled version of Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> and the speakers keep sliding out. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Anybody here get married in Las Vegas? Boy, isn't that a romantic town? There is nothing like hearing a minister say you may now kiss the bride. And you get one free lucky pull. <laughs> uh, my wife's pretty kinky. I just got her those magic fingers for our bed. She disconnected nine of them. <laughs> I'm watching a commercial the other day. At the end of the commercial comes on, brought to you by the Chicken Advisory Board. What the hell do the chickens do that they need an advisory board? You got some guy in the pen going, I'm not telling you chickens, you gotta do this. Highly recommend it. Worst commercial by far. Have you seen the ones for disposable depend diapers for adults? Have you seen the ones on cable? They got two guys on the golf course. One guy goes, Murray, I gotta go to the clubhouse and go to the bathroom. The other guy goes, Phil, I pinched a loaf on the 13th. I can't remember clean poop jokes i love poop jokes i think thousands of years from now when they dig up our civilization they're going to find these things and go wow look at the size of the babies these people were birthing uh, you guys keeping up on you know joe camel the smoking camel for camel cigarettes joe camel yeah, they just found a lump in his hump and, uh, bad news is they had to remove the lump and the hump and the good news is now he's got a great gig as a llama <laughs> There you go. I got to tell you, I want to give everybody a little water-saving tip, because you never know when we're going to be in the middle of another drought. First of all, everybody's shower head is about this high. If you lower your shower head just to here, you save all that water from here to here the entire time that you're taking a shower. And that's just simple physics. Talk about bad luck today. I bought a box of Rice Krispies with Tourette's syndrome. He goes, snap, crackle, you suck and chuck and piece of crap, pop. Just got one of those new rear wipers for my car, and it works great, but I'm telling you, you got to sit just right. 
Anybody ever belong to a frat or sorority or belong to one now? <laughs> I never joined one. I'll tell you what, I went to about eight meetings. They were all exactly the same. Always some guy out front going, all right, welcome to our frat. Now, what does it mean to be in Sigma Nu? It means dignity and self-respect. And I hope you understand dignity and self-respect. Now, to get into our frat, you got to ride this moose around campus naked with a jockstrap on your head singing Whip It. <laughs> I can't believe some of these uh, companies, they let merge in the products they make. You guys know the company that makes Clorox, also makes kitty litter and barbecue sauce? They got the board sitting around one day going, you know, we already make bleaching kitty litter. Why the hell aren't we making barbecue sauce? <laughs> the guys bumping each other down in research. You just got bleach on the kitty litter. No, you got kitty litter on the bleach. Hey, put another shrimp on the Barbie. That's not too bad. <laughs> that was a Reese's joke that he didn't even ask. Who is this? Where'd this guy go? Well, He's way, great. I was doing some musical research, and I found out it was actually white people that came up with rap music. Only they call it square dancing. <laughs> you guys keeping up on this Jeffrey Dahmer character, a guy that ate 17 people? Whew. I can understand one or two, but 17, you're eating just to eat. <laughs> Good job. Joke. They found those heads rotting in the refrigerator? That shouldn't happen. Those go in the crisper. <laughs> and they found a jar of testicles in his apartment. Can you believe that? A jar of testicles? Or it's like, hey, what are you eating for breakfast? Uh, nothing, honey. Oh, shit. Uh, Thanks, Bruce. Bruce Bannon. B-A-N-N-I-N. Without glasses, as you may know me, glasses tonight so I can read and let you know who's here with us. This guy looks hey, like... Man, uh, How are you folks doing? Where are you guys from? Oh, that's great. He looks like you know, Bob Saget light. He looks like poor man's Bob Saget. Short man's Bob Saget. People get mad. They sound as if they're being electrocuted. Even if it's real low energy, it still sounds like low voltage. Like... I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little unnerved tonight. A little strange. I'm missing my favorite show, Jeopardy. We have Jeopardy fans here tonight. Yeah. My favorite show. I, 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 are you good? Well, yeah, I guess so. Sure. I can watch the show. I can watch the show for two weeks, not know one damn answer. I just, I'm very jealous of those guys that are the big winners. You know, the guys that come back week after week. You know, until you meet them, you're jealous until you meet. Uh, my name is Floyd Gockler. I'm assistant librarian here at Wyoming State University. I enjoy reading and picking things off myself. These are the big winners. And uh, Alex Trebek can start to get you after a while. He's just a little, I just, I see him looking at his cuffs all the time. He just thinks he's a little too cute, doesn't he? You know, Alex, and he loves, he loves when you screw up. He loves when somebody makes a mistake because he's got those little cards in his hand, you know. He can tell you what's wrong. No, I'm sorry, Bob, the capital of Yemen is Sinai. <laughs> sure, like he knew, you take away the cards, he's blank as a blackboard. He's Chuck Woolery without the cards. <laughs> My dad loves uh, Jeopardy. My dad was great. As my dad got older, you know, you can tell, dad's pants go one of two directions. As they get older, they either go like this. Uh, what's that, honey? You know, somebody left the cap off the cheese whiz. Okay, so my dad, just the opposite. He started getting older, the pants started creeping up on him. Up and up and up. By the time he was 65, it was just a belt and a head, you know? 
I don't need this baloney, buddy boy. I'll flip you like a cheese omelet, pal. That's right. Thank you, Jeff. Next on stage, John Fox. So, how many people think I look like Captain Kangaroo after a rough weekend? <laughs> You're a sensitive group, I'll tell you that right now. I'm bringing my girlfriend this week. We're at that stage of the relationship where you know it's over, but you hate to lose that stereo. <laughs> She's not that bright. She called me up yesterday. She said, John, the light bulb in the bathroom burned out. I don't know how to change it. I said, first, you fill the tub with water. <laughs> There's no answer. I like this guy. He's, he's self-deprecating oh, and weird-looking out the box. I like being a comic. Wasn't always a comic. Before I did this, I was a house painter for five years. Five years. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever finish that house. <laughs> he's got the microphone in his hand. I like it. Hand on the stand. That's, I like. I put my hands. That was a rough gig. You got to remember a lot of drinks as a bartender. Not like a western movie where a guy would walk in only have two choices: whiskey or beer. <laughs> Never heard John Wayne walk into a bar like, "Oh, can you make a pink squirrel?" <laughs> <laughs> Slippery nipples for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Orgasms for my partners. Make them doubles. Wow. <laughs> Who's John Fox? I've never heard of him. He's at the punchline somewhere. I like Western movies. I wouldn't want to be born in the Western days, though. Doctors really weren't that hip. They didn't know what you had. They just diagnosed as a cold. <laughs> hey, Doc, I went out with Mary Lou last week. I got blisters all over my lips. <laughs> Looks like you got a cold. <laughs> Herpes is always funny. Hey, Doc, I went out with Mary Lou a month ago. Take a look at this sore puffed up song. <laughs> Looks like you got a bad cold. Get the hell out of my office, mister. Don't touch that door now. Get the hell out of here. That happened once with Dennis. Dennis was like, you have mad herpes. I can't do Every Western movie you've ever seen, a lady has a baby on the prairie. Always that one cowboy takes charge. He goes, all right. But he's a soap, some rags, some buckets of hot water. She gonna have the baby here? <laughs> no, we're gonna wash the truck and take her to town. <laughs> I salute you women for having babies. Let's face it, if men had babies, there wouldn't be any. <laughs> That's right, girls. Think guys did that thing once a month? That'd be a dragon, fellas. <laughs> Magic carrying a tampon in your wallet. <laughs> wouldn't fit, would they? <laughs> well, either just got paid or he's having his period. I don't know. <laughs> the weird thing about this is that the audience is completely oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> it, it feels I can't weird. believe it. <laughs> Guys have to call in sick for work and stuff. <laughs> hey, Bubba. <laughs> I'm flowing. 
Ignata there, period. But um, 25 